now, um, blessed people, there is a lady spoken on radio. There are two ladies who have just spoken on radio here. And uh, they have said that they have seen how on this other side there is celebration. There is tremendous celebration, historic celebration. While on the other side of the Atlantic, the other nations, there is unfathomable wrath. There is unbelievable wrath of God being unleashed crushing communities, devastating entire cities and bringing them to the ground, chasing people, pursuing people, running for their lives. You can imagine if a nation like Kenya is told to vacate, pack up and run away. That kind of panic is on the other side. And I think it's very powerful what those two ladies have spoken. Those two, my daughters, who have just spoken, one is an overseer, and there I caught I caught the two of them on air. I've not been on radio. But I caught the two of them on air. The, the, the first one, and then she handed over to the overseer. It's very powerful because now you can see for yourselves, as a nation of Kenya, that there is a disposition of love. There's a great love the Lord has unleashed into this land. Why? Because of repentance. Because of repentance. Because this nation accepted repentance. And you know very well that those who have not accepted repentance in Kenya are still languishing in another type of gospel. They are walking in nudity, abortions, sexual sin, lies. They are still running after women and men and in sexual sin and abortion and all this alcoholism in the church, in the pulpit, and all this kind of stuff happening in the land. So this helps to underscore the gravity and the importance of repentance. I just wanted to join up and join in on what uh, those two of my daughters have spoken just now on radio. And I think one is an overseer, if I had right. The first one spoke, and then she gave the microphone to the other one. She gave the phone to the one she said is an overseer. And it's very powerful because you really see the gravity of repentance before the Lord. The importance of repentance before the God of heaven. How much repentance is so key? The treasure that repentance beholds before Jehovah Yahweh. Because you see the two prophets of the Lord on this side, they are, they, they are busy carrying the babies, they, they, they are speaking to the babies tenderly, they are walking with them, having raised them from the ground, and they are saying this is the hallmark of the coming of the Messiah, and they are lifting some of them, they are calling some of them, the babies are coming and falling on their feet and hugging, hugging the, the, them, and walking with them on the red carpet, walking with them out in the streets, on the road, and you, you see you see a great love that heaven has unleashed into the land. But why? Because Kenya did wear the sackcloth. Kenya did repent, and until now they are very repentant. In this particular ministry, if anything happens now, or if at one point the Lord speaks in his wrath against another nation, you find, you always find a lot of people in this nation repenting, crying out to the Lord as though he has spoken to them. If you ask them, why are you repenting in the sack cloth and crying out to the Lord when he has spoken against another country? Then they say, no, we just have to cry out to the Lord and repent because the Lord has spoken in his wrath. The Lord is not happy. We have to repent, you know, and, and we are not any better. It's the reason we have to repent, you know. So
repentance is in their tongues, repentance is in their hearts, repentance is in their souls. So while these two are crushing cities, the entire community, the communities, besmirching them and chasing people out, chasing millions of people out of those cities and communities and devastating those cities. But on this side, they're raising the cripples like Lea Wajala, placing kneecaps uh, and walking with them and then carrying the babies. And you see the babies in the, on the red carpet running, hugging them. And yesterday it was tremendous because the two were ministering there. They were moving around there in a very shocking manner. They were many of the times, one would remain behind for a long time. And as they, and one, if someone speaks in the crowd, would stop and look at the person and move. There was a very serious uh, formation that was taking place there yesterday. And the two were moving in a very mighty way yesterday over there. Uh, so, but they are moving in love. They were raising the cripples. They are holding them. They are walking with them, loving the cripples. And on the other side, destroying the land and destroying the building, destroying the nation. And the wrath of God unleashed. And there cannot be anything good that comes out of that. And that's why the Lord is using that to really, really emphasize on the importance of repentance. Kenya chose repentance. This ministry is a ministry of repentance and holiness. But you still find some, even those who have joined, even those who have joined, that's why Michael Nieswan, Senior Bishop Michael Nieswan, he spoke quite a bit, I think one night I heard him on radio, and then yesterday too, he repeated, I mean the other day, he repeated also on Saturday, uh, when he said, while to the other nations, even to gather a meeting, it seems, they seem to be struggling. They seem to be struggling with this, and yet this is about eternity. They, they cannot ignore this and enter eternity. Everybody knows that this is the visitation of God the Father himself. And so, even those who have joined, sometimes you find they have difficulty. They are still operating in carnality, as though, you know, they are wavering between two positions, they are wavering between two positions, and so forth. And, and so, it, it underscored a big, big lesson yesterday on how important repentance and obedience is. Obedience to the voice of the Lord, total obedience, it doesn't matter. For Kenya, when the Lord sent these two, Kenya forgot everything and anything about any other prophet or apostle or what, because they held them to account. They said, how then can you say you've been a prophet here and yet we've been walking in nudity? We've been in sin. You've not told us that, uh, that we are walking in sin. We're going to hell if we don't repent. And so it was a beautiful, beautiful contribution from those two, my daughters, when they said they are perplexed. They're living in perplexity. They don't understand why on the other side the wrath is such unbearable, unbelievable. And on this side, they are fearfully, you know, they are lifting the babies and walking with the babies. They are blessing the babies. They say, baby, come, walk there, baby, there, Wanjala, walk towards me. And all this, you know, blind eyes that have opened. They are saying, touch my nose if you can see my nose. It's a big disposition of love here, beloved people. And so, really, 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 repentance is the center core. It is the core of this mission. It's the core of the preparing of the way for the coming of the glorious kingdom of God. So I just wanted to add in to, I listened, I quote those two, my daughters on radio. One spoke and then handed over the microphone, the, the radio, the, the, the phone to, to the overseer. And they said they're in perplexity, they're in absolute bamboozlement, they're in shock and stun. Why 
at the same time, the same tongues at this side, walking with cripples, blessing them twentyfold. Those whose words don't drop, blessing them twentyfold, walking with them and blessing their families, while on the other side, wrath is unleashed, unbearable wrath. So the haughtiness of men, this pride of men, is the greatest undoing of men and the church. And so big lessons have been learned. Look at the humility of the church in Kenya. If you look at that meeting we were in, there were very senior judges from the judiciary. They are widows down to the ground. They were senior professors. They are doctors, as you heard. They are just unemployed boys, students from university. But they were all in one accord. You could not know who was who. That level of humility that was reflected in the bed, the bed upon which the Lord decided to lay his glory, the pavilion of the latter glory, the resurrection glory that gives hope to a dying generation. You can imagine how critical that glory is for all. So really, really, I encourage you, the people of Kenya, those children who will, those who want, if you want, remember it's your choice, those who are willing, please, always repent and be humble. Listen to these two. Because in any case, you know, God the Father has already come, God the Holy Spirit has already come, and every single thing required to identify them, to confirm them, has been done. And so, nobody can ever say, Lord, I did not know. The message of righteousness is such a key message. It's a center message for the entry of the church. It's the central theme that the Messiah laid on the cross at the time where he delivered the church from the works of the enemy. At the time when he burst out the gospel that you may enter eternity. So repentance, holiness, righteousness, these are very fundamental features of this journey. And you see that's why Kenya is now making the gain. Even those who are not in are now rushing in in large numbers, thousands of people, coming thousands upon thousands every Saturday, every Sunday. They are having church. The cripples are walking. It's a beautiful story. And my prayer is that every other nation will learn from the Kenyan story and take humility as the hallmark of their Christian salvation. So again, I just wanted to contribute to the... I, I tuned on the radio and I listened to my two daughters, the two ladies that were on air. The one spoke and then gave the phone to the overseer. Again, humility and repentance. There is no room now for false prophets. There is no room for those apostles. You, you look, even you look at all the global televisions, radio, sometimes I just can't through to find out what are these people preaching these days. And nobody is preparing the church. And the Lord has made it very clear that he's speaking here. Because we find that they don't have this message. He has not released to them about the stairs. He has not told them this. And yet eternity, suppose before the entire church, the entire body of Christ. So that means... One side is being deluded and lied to, while another side is preparing in earnest genuine repentance and the fruit of repentance. And they are really seeing the tangible fruits because the babies that are crippled, the Lord comes and stands before the, 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 the two stand before the Lord. And the Lord says, look, there are many crippled babies out there. And the two engaged with a two-way conversation before the healing service of September 16th. And uh, the two asked, really? Do you mean there are many crippled babies out there? It was a two-way conversation as a friend speak with a friend. And then he said, yeah, there are many cripples out there. And then they, the two said, they said, the Lord, okay, let's go then. Let's go then and raise them. Let's go raise them so they may walk. 
So they live with the Lord. And then you see now the fruit on Saturday. Maybe Leah walking, storming out of the church, storming into the streets, storming the land, and storming the nation. It's become such an astounding picture, shocking picture to behold. The Messiah is coming. Thank you.